Blog Talk Radio. Like he's just going to climb up on you. I know. I should do the show around. You know, we're on. People can hear. Hi. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to our you Instant Reaction Review, where, uh, you know, the jokes oh, are made you. up and the points yeah. don't matter. No, just because you waved, <laughs> it cracked me up, right? Oh, I do that all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm like, hello, you start waving. I am your host, com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And and this week you have uh, tuned in to hear us talk about Get Hard. Yep. <laughs> because which we're only going to say once. Yeah, exactly. No, that's because uh, that's you part of really joke. want. To, you're not sure if you want to go see this movie or not, and we are here to let you in on whether or not it's worth your time. Right. That's what we're going to uh, put on the posters anyway. Right. Um, Before we get to that, first of all, I just have to say, if you are listening to us in Indiana, uh, we don't want you to. Right. You're done. (laughs) We're going to set this up later so that uh, people in Indiana can't listen to it. We have (laughs) technology for that. That's right. Um, But we did get a question this week, and it was interestingly uh, for me. Good. Anyway. Usually. Signed, uh, Kelly. Oh. Yeah, the email, right? Oh, right, okay. was signed uh, Kelly, Jenny, and Dave. Oh, cool. And, you know, it was the weirdest thing because it made me feel more like it was signed John Smith than anything else. Right. I, was like, I was like, that that's just completely fake. You don't, what think, a, that, what a, you don't think that's like Midwest serial killer, like I don't, I don't John know. Wayne or something? something uh, it was something really weird. It was... Uh, it's, Kelly, it's, Jenny, and Dave. Three people. Hopefully. Got together on email for some reason. Might be one person. I don't know why it's not just from the one. They get together weekly and listen to us as a unit. Those guys are awesome. (laughs) That's that's our first admitted unit, right? That's the first group. I don't know. Anyway, so they uh, the question was. um, So thanks for listening. Anyway. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, by the way, I should say, if you happen to be listening uh, live, (laughs) you can uh, jump in the chat room. All right. And. And, and ask us a question about anything, especially about Get Hard. If you want to know the any of the specific details we leave out about Get Hard, <laughs> like jump Dr. in. over here. You are. You, we well, have you someone in the chat room anyway, but that's cool. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, you can uh, – you can jump right in there and ask us questions. Also, the phone number, if you can hear us right now, you can see the phone number so you can call in. Right. Otherwise, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, then it won't help you, right? Right. Anyway, their question was, uh, I guess they're, they've moved on past our list of the best movies <laughs> because we got so many emails, right? Yeah. So the question was, uh, what are going to be the big badass things this year? Right. Oscar-wise. Not, oh, not, say, we did it. Not like the Avengers stuff. wise right. or uh, things like that, right? right? But like Oscar wise, what are going to be the really interesting movies that are coming out? Yeah. So I've got a list of a few of them. I thought we would kind of touch on things that are coming out. The problem with this question, yeah, as opposed to do I really want to see the Avengers, right. which no one needs to ask because you're going to go or you're not. Right. And it doesn't matter what a critic tells you to do about it. But the problem with this question is that none of these come out forever. So right. Right. I mean, as, asking it now yeah. is like, you know, uh, mark your calendar. And you could argue we're close <laughs> enough to April to consider it April. But, I mean, that's still like five, six. Yeah, several of these, several of these do not come out for quite a while. And yeah. I'll tell you um, – I have like eight or nine on this list. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if at least two of them didn't get pushed back until they don't even come out until next year. So they'll they'll release they'll you know they'll be at uh, Toronto. Yeah, right. So that they qualify or you know they'll they'll whatever they'll do they'll release for a week in (laughs) in Texas. (laughs) <laughs> or some right. at uh, the My, Alamo Draft House for one week, and yeah. then they'll go see we were out, and then right. no one and else will done. ever see it, and until end I, of January. I already but. love these guys for listening to us as a group, anyway. But I, oh, that's weird. Sound all crazy. I I love the fact that they're making you make a list. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anybody that's, that's new to the show doesn't know it's you not hate re- lists. It's not really but, a list, though. It's just um, some movies that are coming I, out. Right? You call it what you want. I see a list. It's so. uh, yeah. You've written down the titles of yeah. movies one below the that's a list. <laughs> one below the other. So. Yeah. Okay. 
So anyway, um, big, big stuff that's coming out um, that maybe they won't be huge, but I predict anyway, they will, they will probably be to one level or another in the running for, you know, Oscar attention, whether it's uh, best picture necessarily, or at least some actor will get nominated out of it, whatever. And, uh, you know, I have to say some of them, uh, some of them already are like have people talking yeah. and it's like a million years before it comes out. Obviously, right, The Revenant, right. Um, which is the follow-up by uh, Inaritu, yep. who, uh, you know, Bird, just, Birdman. Just did his so, big Oscars. So, one, so. Uh, you know, what else are you going to do? So you get right. him who just won, right? right? And it's a odd story. And Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Right. So obviously everyone is just going, well. A lot of eyes. Yep, a lot of eyes on that. <laughs> I don't even have to watch any movies right. this year, right? That's right. going to be something. Uh, you've also got kind of in that same category, right? Yeah. Um, just in like the automatic right. phase is uh, Bridge of Spies. Because right. that's Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. Yeah. So what else do you need to Always. know there? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't matter. Plus, it's like this whole Cold War spy weirdness. Yeah. So that's a yeah, know, that, that's a right. seller right there, yeah. too. And, uh, you know, two other ones that, uh, you know, they're not in any way automatic exactly for Oscar attention, but they're automatics for a lot of people are going to love them. Yeah. Right. And uh, that's Hail Caesar is the Coen Brothers movie that's right. coming out. Yeah. And that one has uh, Scarlett Johansson, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill. I think uh, Ralph Fiennes is in it even. Ralph yeah. Ray Ray Fiennes. Fiennes. Yep. Um, someone else maybe. But anyway, just the Coen Brothers and then you've got right. actors that people know. Yeah. That's over with. Right. <laughs> Millions of people are going to be loving that. The Coen Brothers are kind of tricky as to whether or not, you know, awards pay attention to them. Right. Sometimes, sometimes they sometimes do, they do and, and it's they crazy, and sometimes they just go, what is it? They completely right. ignore that the movie came out at all. <laughs> right. And you never know which it's going to be. And, you know, yeah. the weird thing is um, the last one that we saw with them. Inside Lewin Davis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, like, blanking on the name yeah. of that, and I'm, like, picturing it. Yep. That movie was just – I thought that movie was so good. Me too. And then it was like it got no nothing. one would even register that yep. it came out. Oscar you know? Davies was amazing, and everything about it was so much fun. Yeah, nothing. and and it got – you know, I don't know if it like might have got nominated for song or you know some weird. stuff like that or whatever. Ones. But basically it was play. just like no one cared. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and it's strange that when you hold it up against something like No Country for Old Men, which and, I still enjoyed. But right. Man, that thing ran away with – all right, the right, right. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I guess they are very strange. oddly hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next one that's a kind of an automatic thing, odd that it is, hmm. but it kind of is, is uh, Joy, which is the uh, oh, yeah. next David yeah. O. Russell movie. Right. Uh, obviously, it has Jennifer he... Lawrence and Bradley Cooper in it. Right. <laughs> because right. that's just a thing now. That's his given. That will be, you know, I will like to see in like 15 years. Yeah, from now, right? If it's just like ever, if it just keeps going, right? If, if it's just, just like, look, things. we just make a movie every year. <laughs> yeah, uh, what? Hey, that <laughs> right? What are you gonna do? That would that would be awesome. Yeah. But that one uh, actually looks very interesting. Obviously, because that's what David O. Russell does. Is even if his movies do not turn out to be the greatest movie ever, they're at least right. doing something interesting. It's right. some kind of uh, cool idea or whatever, right? So we got that one. Then we've got some other movies. That you never know, but I think right. they will be interesting. Actually, one of them is uh, Inside Out. Yeah. That is starting to look to me like one of those movies where it's, um, you know, it's like uh, when it was Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. When it was just like, yeah. that's on my list, even though it's animated. Yeah. You know, never right. mind. Doesn't matter. Never mind best okay. animated. Just awesome. Or even like Lego movie, you know, yep. it's just in Same the best thing. movie list. I mean, this one looks really cool. Yeah. And now I'll tell you, this is a tricky movie, so it could be that what we've seen of it misrepresents it slightly yeah. as what as to what's going on when you get the final movie. But I don't know. I, I mean, it looks really it cool. Yeah. And it's a it's a weird and clever idea, and Pixar yeah. is like just the people to They're run with that it, yeah. and right. and do something great about it. And you know, that's another thing is just that you know. 
you get so long that you're making the movie. Yeah. When you're doing an animated thing like Pixar does where they're trying to make, you know, seriously good movies. Right. Like, you know, Up and... Yeah. I mean, all their movies that are, you know, there's just more going on. Right. There there are a lot of Pixar movies that just are on another Mm -hmm. level, right? Yeah. And this is one of those things where... You know, somehow you could maybe do this kind of idea in a non-animated way or something. Yeah. Let's just say. Sure. Let's, right? Yeah, why not? Sometimes there are movies you yeah. could, and sometimes they couldn't. Like, you could make Brave, right? and it could not Completely. be animated right. or whatever. Now, this one maybe is it in the it-has-to-be-animated category, but you get to spend so much time with it yeah. and, and really nail it. Anyway, yeah. that one looks really good. Then, now, you've got some other movies here. Um, Irrational Man is a new Woody Allen movie. Yeah, which you know, Woody Allen is clearly not at this stage of the game anywhere near like Oscar attention, right? Uh, to any degree, <laughs> like any right. kind of awards. You know, his movies come out and they're the same thing. Like no one pays attention to him anymore. It's right. like it doesn't matter what movie he makes anymore. But you know, for me, for like the last four or five years, he has made some really yeah. good movies. Yeah. And and I'm not even a long time huge fan of his. Really, yeah, no. I liked really early Woody Allen, like, like Annie Hall kind of things stuff a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Right. And those were really good. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I, you know, I don't know. He spent he spent like twenty change. years of yeah. me going, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah. That one's okay, <laughs> yeah. fine, whatever. Your tastes change a little, but maybe but, not. Uh, no, he... But now, like the last, it yeah. must be like the last three or four, I guess, movies that he's made, it's probably actually like six or seven yeah, years he or whatever. Want, yeah. But, I mean, they've been really good. Yeah. And and this one looks great, and it's got uh, Emma Stone and Joaquin Phoenix, and yeah. maybe the whole, you know, people will pay a little bit of attention to Joaquin Phoenix at this point, so maybe people will at least see the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? You know, I don't know. But, it's weird. But it looks really good. Yeah. It's uh, about a philosophy professor who gets in a relationship with a student, and, yeah. and, but, it, but it looks like a really cool movie. Um, anyway, then we've got uh, Snowden. Yeah. Now, this is a movie that I'm really scared of, frankly. Yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely. First of all, I'm not interested in the story. Right. I'm just going to right. <laughs> say that right at the beginning. But right. it's Oliver Stone. Yeah. Who scares the hell out of me lately? Right. The last few Oliver Stone movies I've seen, I have uh, not liked. Yeah. Let's say, and uh, it, but it, it does have Shailene Woodley, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Nicolas Cage, a couple yeah. other people. It's it's got like a nice cast, right? Yeah. But it it's a goofy topic for me, yeah. anyway. And Oliver Stone is a guy who could take a topic that I think is really interesting and turn it goofy. Right. So it's going to be even goofier. But, it, but you know, it's like politically correct to like it. Right. And that's going to, you know, get some attention just because of what it is, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you've got another movie that I, I feel like is kind of in the same boat, but at least I'm not scared of it, right? Called uh, Suffragette. Oh yeah, right. Uh, it's uh, Helena Bonham Carter, Meryl Streep, yeah, Carrie Mulligan. It's got a lot of great people. It's about suffrage, the whole thing. Yeah, and it actually looks good. And I, you know, I'm not scared that Oliver Stone will, you know, wreck anything or right. whatever. And you know, I, I'm not disinterested in women's yeah, suffrage no, in the same mean, yeah. way or whatever. Right. But this one has, still... you know, it could easily just get a lot of political momentum yeah. behind it where, you know, it's like you're not allowed to say it's not good. Right. Because, because you? then right. you don't like women or right. whatever, right. you know, I mean. Right. You hate your mother. So, so <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it's true. It, it Sometimes things get attached to these in a way that is absolutely unfair and, and not at all to do with the movie or the experience you're seeing. So, right. It's like Schindler's List, really. Who's I mean, like, who's going to yeah. come out and say that movie sucked? I well, mean, you did. Well, right. But I mean, other than you're me, the only one. Right, uh, but you can't put that in the paper, right? No. Even if even if your critic wrote yeah. that, you wouldn't put yeah. it in your paper right. if you'd right. say, "Well, you got to buy this week right. because we're not written your <laughs> review." But yeah. but anyway, um, that's kind of the sort of thing that could, if it's a big enough movie and enough people see it or care, yeah. Then all of a sudden it will be, you know, everyone has to like it, or right. else, you know, if you're a male movie critic saying right. you don't You've like be it, very careful. Right. If you're a woman movie critic 
you don't like, you could be in more trouble, it's, frankly. It's been it's, a while <laughs> since you've had another Precious, so I'm hoping That's right. that you get one more for oh, the rest. That would be good. Yeah. I would love that. Anyway, um, all right, look, we're right on we're time. Right at, that's it. Cool question. so I, weird. I'm still psyched that there's, that there's a, a listening party. <laughs> You know, basically, and that could be, you know, that could be anybody that's just in a car and the person driving is like, yeah, I got to listen to this. But but in this interest, I I love the idea. Once a week, they have to drive for an hour together somewhere. Carrie, you have no idea what that could mean. Hi, guys. That's that's awesome. You know, do you add a fourth? I'm gonna I'm gonna be even more psyched. Like that'll be great. Prove you add a fourth, and you'll win. Right. Something. Something. Right. You'll get a picture of us. You know, it's funny too because it was it was weird when I read that. I was like, that's made up. No. Like, <laughs> who would sign an email with three names? Why, would you, why would you sign, send an email to someone and go, I am these three people right. sending this? Email. Right. It was sort of like it was weird. You know, we get a lot of emails, and we get several emails from people <laughs> named Doug. Right. Yeah. And, Are you sure there's more than a, one? Doug every once in a while. Yeah. No, it's it's different, different people, people. Right. But we we have just there is something weird about the name Doug. Hey, we hit the Doug demographic like you wouldn't believe. No, no, it's it's not that we get like tons of Dougs no, or know, anything. But I we know. get a, we get a few enough and to once in a while. Me. There's a Doug, right? And I don't know what it is, but Doug is like the John Smith of first names for me. Every yeah. time I see somebody really? say Doug, I think they made that up. That's it. Like That's if somebody them. signed it John Smith, you'd go, yeah, whatever. Even though there's jillions of John Smiths. <laughs> you that get are really a John Smith, you're like, that poor guy. You get a Doug, you're like, liar. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, get hard. So we jump right out with the ratings yeah. because uh, you're gonna be nothing so could be more funny exciting today. for me. Yeah. I'm going to be funny today. Yeah. I'll be funnier than this movie oh, I don't <laughs> as know. long as i talk I at all right i don't know uh all right well you go first then five 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 i i, I think that it's got you a say, bunch of weird you say five like you're ten yeah <laughs> you're like because oh, it's, it, it's awesome no i think so that's I, why i gave it a five I, this is a weird weird experience that i think that it doesn't deserve the discussion it's going to get but we're going to give it to it anyway but i think that you know <laughs> I think that we see a lot of films and in such in in a lot of TV and a lot of media and in in as much it's really hard to crack us up. Right. Now I I gave you I threw down the gauntlet when we left because I said man you laughed like three times this it, thing's better than anything right. we've ever seen. That's the best comedy. That's the most I've ever decade, seen you laugh right. you know at a film in years. But that you know it, they they were uncomfortable laughs. I, I remember two of them very <laughs> very clearly, but. But I think that if you see a lot of films and you watch a lot of these things, not just comedies, but you just see a lot of films, it's hard to be impressed with anything original. Like, it's a, a lot of derivative stuff. This is not original. This is right. this is on par, almost. And I don't mean it offensively, not because I'm trying to not offend someone, but because I'm actually just trying to find the common ground. It's kind of like a Billy Madison film. Like, it's not a genius project. It's kind of right. stupid as a premise. Right. If you think the premise through logically... The characters would never do what they do in this film, so it's set up to be a, a set of sketches, well, basically. Right. And in that regard, right. and, and the I still all the characters even are right. people who can't really they're, be people. They're they're, it's not like they're people. trying to be no realistic, real, and, right. and and they don't pretend it. You know, they're obviously here to just right. say, on paper, what happens if we had these people do these things, and let's right. let them rip. At times, they they pull off a lot of funny stuff, but it's never funny that made me laugh out loud so much as to just kind of snicker. But I I didn't have a terribly bad time at it, even though I wasn't wildly entertained with it. So for your average person, if our job is to say, look, will you have fun at this movie? I think you probably will. If you you have any inclination to go to see Get Hard, you're going to have a good time. And the audience laughed around us, not riotously, but... Pretty consecutively at a lot of things, yeah. but but like you said, you have to remember, you know, those are people who chose to be there, right? Exactly. The, those I are agree. people who knew where you, they were going if you when love, they left the house, right? <laughs> and showed up. You don't go to the theater to see, you know, the English Patient, and you're like, it's sold out. I guess I'll take one for Get Hard. Like you just, that's not your audience, right? Right. It, it's going to amuse you if you have any idea that you might be amused, and it's going to be a fun ninety minutes. But you know, and in that regard. I'm not going to give it eight stars because it, it did, knows it, its audience. It, it, it but felt I'll say a little it, long, though. But it, yeah. it did. I'm going to give it five stars because I feel like five is an average film that has some problems, even unto its genre, which isn't supposed to be rocket science. I'm not holding this up to the imitation game, you know, or anything really supposed to be lofty and smart. Right, right, right. But 
it it wasn't a bad time. And and the disappointing thing is that Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell specifically are way funnier than the material that winds up being on this film. Yeah. So it feels like you you just you should have been on set to see the stuff that just got bleeped or yeah, cut because yeah. and I I specifically uh, when we go to films I'm, my little like duty is to see if there's anything after the credits I like that stuff um, and I thought for sure this would have a gag reel right this right. is built to have a gag reel we didn't see it in 3D there's no reason to they're and, saving and no it they're saving reel. it for the Blu-ray exactly they're saving all that stuff it, there's there's going to be a gag reel for this on the Blu-ray that's yeah. almost as long as the movie and and even if it well yeah if, if the gag reel is only 20 minutes I I bet it's probably as funny and maybe funnier than the, the movie than the whole movie yeah all right, I need but to again, rate the movie. Well, throw it sake. out. Throw it out. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm at three and a half. Yeah, I, I had you and, at three and a half, but that's okay. And now here's the thing for me, even though I, I kind of agree with mostly everything you yeah. said, um, there there's parts that are funny. There are some parts where I laughed, but, you know, when I laughed, it's sort of like you were saying um, about, I, I guess, them being funnier than what you get, you yeah. know? Most of the times I laughed out loud, it's just because if Will Ferrell was just standing there for right. an hour and you were filming him, at right. some point you'd laugh. Right. I mean, right. he just is. He just does it. He's know? just that good yeah. on his own. Yeah. There are a lot of parts. In, well, but, uh, you know, just it, it's below five for me because it's just built around too much that's stupid. Yeah. And too much of it goes on way too long and there are there are whole parts where eventually they they just should have said we could do something so much better with that time you know when right. they when they go to the uh white, the white supremacist thing yeah that whole thing could sounds, have been on the floor it yeah. served no purpose it sounds great on paper it, it sounds really it, great it sounds really great man they dropped it there it, it, it really stopped it, it it sounds really great when you know you're drinking after the first day of shooting, yeah. writing down stuff on a napkin, right. and you go, obviously right. we He's go to some this. white supremacists right. or whatever, and then what happens? Well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, makes a flamethrower or whatever. <laughs> the whole thing yeah. just never pays off at all, right. and then all of a sudden they're just running, right? And, and right. <laughs> there's no there's no exit to it. There's no punchline. There's right. just like, uh oh, I guess now we run. Right. And that whole thing that just should have been on the cutting room floor, and and that for me was a lot of the whole movie. Was, yeah, I can see that. We, you know, if they would have just, you know, rebuilt it a lot, yeah. You know, and there are some some funny parts, but there are a lot of parts of it that I felt like, first of all, when you have Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart in the same thing, right? Then I kind of really got. Uh, the idea, like you said, that they're just better than what they're having to do, yeah. and they're trying to do something with it yeah. to make it anywhere near as good as they are. But even when they were with other people, right? right. It, at the beginning of the movie, when you had Will Ferrell and um, God, I can't remember. Uh, plays Nelson his, plays his wife. Uh, oh, uh, Sean Community, right? Yeah. She um, is. God, <clears> anyway. They have this part at the beginning. Alison Brie. Yeah, Alison right. Brie. God. They they have this part at the beginning where, you know, she's like on top of them, right? right? And they're doing this whole like she's just the, you know, she's the really stereotypical wife who is, you know, pushing her right. husband who makes all the money yeah. and and they live in this mansion and That's she, actually funny. That that's a good part. Yeah. She's like in this house you want me to raise kids in this house they right. like voice echoes through right. the yeah. giant mansion yeah. they live in. But you know, <laughs> all during that scene I was like thinking I can I can see the idea of this scene, right? Mm -hmm. But if we'd have filmed that and We'd have taken this movie and turned it into like a Christopher Guest, everything's yeah. improv kind of a thing. Right, right. Like if we'd have taken that scene and said, here's the general idea, just go. Right. They would have made a 10 times right. better scene, right, than right. what they're having to do with the, the actual script they're given. Yeah. And, and I just felt like that all through the movie. And when you get that, even when it's not the two of them together, imagine how much you get it when it's the two of them together because they're both hilarious, right. right? Right. The thing for me too is that Kevin Hart, 
I have never loved a movie that he was in. I, I've never loved him in a movie or a movie that he's what in. What was that one, Ride Along? That was the last yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Ride I know along. he's been in a he's bunch of He's been in a couple others since, yeah. right. since then, too. He's been busy this last year, but he, yeah. He's on. But see, the thing, uh, some people, I feel like, don't translate as yeah. perfectly into the jump in movies. He's he's it right now because mm-hmm. his stand-up is he's, hilarious. He's great at stand-up, yeah. He's really, really funny yeah. stand-up. And he just hasn't found the movie yet to go, look, he's the he's next, the like, he's the new Eddie you know, Murphy, Eddie Murphy yeah. or or right. all kinds yeah. of other people, obviously. Sure, anybody, yeah. Um, but he feels a lot more to me yeah. like a guy who is really funny. Yeah. If you just let him go. Right. If he's got to, like, squeeze himself into whatever you're trying to make him do. The box of your just character. just not as funny. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of the opposite of Will Ferrell for me. I agree. Will Ferrell is like you could write random words on a page right. and, and he'll, he'll make it funny, humor, yeah, right? He he, he will sell it anyway. And it was it was all Will Ferrell for me that well, yeah. that was funny. I I think anyway. I, the the only times I remember laughing, what I was laughing at was Will Ferrell, yeah, and not even necessarily <laughs> yeah. the movie at right. all, just right? It was just it, yeah. it was just him doing something, I, and a lot of the time it was just him standing there in a situation, right? right. Like he, they put him in some kind of box, yeah, and he just stands there and like right. reacts, right? And right. that was the funny part. It, it it will suck if Kevin Hart doesn't get um, a bit of a shot because I agree with everything you just said specifically, you know, entirely rather about his whole like kind of presence right now. He's working hard. He's trying to find a groove. And when he finds it, man, he'll take off. I think he's capable of doing like movie things. I wonder if, you know, just as a quick side note, I wonder if he's going to find the success that he's going to get on TV. Like he, his type of humor might be best not crammed into a movie where he's got to be this loose cannon or this weird, Fast talking guy as a TV character on a sitcom that's his, he might really he might really shine there. You know the the film in a lot of ways reminded me of the dog that we saw uh, with Steve Carell and Jim Carrey. You know the the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Right. You know that was a film where you had guys that were super super funny and you corralled them too much and forced them into this box and they they still pulled it off because they're pros. But man, if the story and the product didn't suffer because they just couldn't be as funny as we all right, know they and, could right. be, right? And virtually nothing in that but movie was funny. Absolutely, even, even though you yeah, had nothing. people that are they'll, hilarious, they'll you. right? Yeah. Uh, when we're watching this, you know, and I'm watching the beginning of it, and, and and you know, you really just you're laughing at Will Ferrell because he's he's just this monkey of a man who has no shame and will do anything to make you laugh, not in a pandering way like some have accused, like you know, Robin Williams doing or anybody else that just goes too far, but you need to show, you know, a non-ripped set of abs. He'll take his shirt right off. Right. You need to see male, you know, buttocks. He's going to throw them against the glass for you, you know, and people laugh because they're like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. But of course, if I'm seeing it, it's got to be Will Ferrell and he can find a humorous situation with no shame. And that's great. I'll say this. It almost got a full star in a way, hypothetically for it, not trying to be a remake of trading places. Right, because I saw you kind of I, felt that coming I for did. a little while. I, yeah. I genuinely, seriously did when they're when they're really getting to this position. And I thought, look, if you're going to do a movie about class and about you know white male privilege and about stereotypes, this film actually kind of loftily tries to handle a lot of real things that are going on, and they're contemporary still, contemporarily still topics that are in the news. Uh, and in the communities and whatnot. And I just thought, oh, man, this is why I never want to see them redo Trading Places because I am of the mind, even if you don't understand Trading Places, you can put it in, and despite a couple's 80s, uh, despite a couple 80s references, the movie still holds up fine. It it teaches you what you need to know in order to understand this is why old white guys with power, if they're racist, kind of act like this. I'm really glad it didn't go that route. And like you said, right. there was a point about 15, 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be right. some weird the, you know, thing that I hate the longer, about you The longer thing. that it went on yeah. and you knew that they had no connection to each other at right. the beginning, because right. I thought from the previews um, that it was more like they were much more familiar with each other right from the start. Yeah. And 
when it kept going and kept going and it had it would have to show Kevin Hart a little bit, completely yeah. separate and all that. And then you said, Oh, they're gonna you know, they're yeah. gonna run into each other at some point and right. get your and chocolate and my peanut butter or whatever. Right. Yep. And I was like, Oh God, is this gonna yeah. spin it, down I'm that glad road? It didn't just yeah. feel that way to me. I you know, and I was kind of it would have been very easy to do even even if they didn't really crib it too much, you could have cribbed it a bit. And it it genuinely tried to do its own thing. And I thought, okay, good. You know, let, let's see what you guys can come up with. That scene, you know, you, you brought up the white supremacist scene. And, and I feel like that's the worst one in the film, only because it was the most disappointing. All the right combination of elements are right there to be funny. Like, right. in the same way that Will Smith surprises Kevin Hart's character when he shows up to give him some prison lesson, and he's... He's trying to talk trash. He's been practicing his trash right, talk. And, right. and the weird assortment. That of scene was actually stuff. crazy good. I love that weird. scene. It was one of the, it was one that, of the laugh that. That scene, see, and that's the weird thing is whenever this movie goes right, yeah. when there are that are pretty good. Now, that scene wasn't hilarious or anything. It, it wasn't worked. like you were laughing it all over working, the place, though. but yeah. it was a good scene. Yeah. And that almost seemed like it was not part of the movie. Right. It was it like did, the camera it? was just still on, yeah. and it was actually the two real people talking to each other. Like yeah. Will Ferrell just was going, I'm practicing my trash right, yeah. talk. Yeah, and Kevin Hart just looks at me and goes, man, where you, uh, that and, don't make and, no sense. And Kevin you know? Hart goes, all right, let's hear what you got. Right. And, yeah. it, you looked so, it just was so genuinely relaxed and fun. And if, if that and, scene, and Kevin Hart's responses, right? Those were a riot, like, man. You're supposed to be trash talking and everything. He's like, how do you even think of that? That's yeah, just wrong. He's like, you're even, a sociopath. Yeah, he's like, something. something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. if, if it had had that you know, sort of sense and dexterity in that scene instead of just making a like bad grandpa thing. Like right, we're just going right. to run into a convenience store and start eating everything. Like and right, and it was. Uh, and that's so I don't know. We have to have some white supremacists in the movie somewhere, right. so throw it in. Right. And when you have a you know part like that happening, either it has to be necessary. Yeah. Because they have to you know get something that moves the plot along right. or something, right. or it has to be hilarious. Right. And it was neither, neither of them. And yeah. it was it was awful. Yeah. And it's not the only scene like that in the movie. It, it would have <laughs> and I understand a part no, it isn't right. And I would have understood a part of it if they tried to skip it because maybe it was too much like the scene that we're talking about. Like if even if it's uncomfortable, and they just dealt with uncomfortability, you know, just before that, where Kevin Hart basically says, Look, I'm gonna give you a pass. I want you to say the N word. You're gonna have to get used to saying right, it in front right, of these right. guys. That scene actually had a kind of amusing you know, conclusion right. to it. And then he goes in and at that point, that's what at, you want, that's at least like a good joke. Yeah. Right. But, but there's a lot of the movie that that's what it is, is there's a lot of this movie that's, it's just, there's just jokes. Right. And then we act it out and build and it into a thing. And cohesively try and to wrap it. Yeah. You know, that's not something that you can just exactly tell as a joke kind right. of, but it's just a joke right. in, in a movie. And it's kind of the same thing with when he actually, you know, you see this in the trailers when he gets stuck with the thing Oh, yeah, right. And, and he and, just starts going, you know, <laughs> give me some muds. And he's like, one, two, baked <laughs> yeah. potato, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But that's just a joke. That's yeah. not... In my mind, I hope that scene is absolutely just one take. Like, Kevin Hart is just like, what <laughs> right. you talking... Okay, yeah, peanut butter, that's a month, right? right? We just had it, you know, that kind of thing. I I just... if If more things had worked a little better, and I don't feel like it was left on the cutting room floor... You know, like the the narrative is like unstitched. I just think that the narrative wasn't there. Right. That, that it's a it's a fun concept for a sketch, but you know, you drag this into a movie, and now you're getting into a night at the Roxbury. Where, exactly. Where the joke right. is just right. this weird it just thing keeps that going. Exists. And it and, and you, and you man, have to spread it off to other people. Right. And yeah. Stuff. I think and if turn you if you make thing. a contemporary thing about a a white guy with privilege who's just kind of like a wimp who's going to have to face some serious consequences and he gets Kevin Hart, you know, which in, in itself is the joke. The guy is not hardcore, but he right. can pretend and act, he's got a real good bark. Right. But that guy, he's got no teeth for a bite. Th that's funny. And there and, is something there, it's, but it's, it's not good a hundred the way, It's movie. good the way it starts out, too. Yeah. Because, you know, what... This is so us. We're, we're talking so great about a film. You gave three and a half and I, I gave five, too. And, but, you know, that when it starts off and Will Ferrell is... Uh, says something about your time in prison and right. he's like well so and it's funny because he doesn't even get to finish explaining it right 
which which yeah. is awesome because yeah. you know they just had nothing else. Right. They're just right. like, okay, we'll start the explanation and then we'll just have them cut them off because I don't, I don't know. Care. I, yeah. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Right. But but it's it's a weird thing that works really well. Um, that Will Ferrell's character could not really exist. Right. Like he's too stupid to actually make the money he makes. Right. right? And he's right. too he's too unless he's just like well, the rain the, man of that's, I thought of that hedge was, funds or yeah. whatever. But he's too lost in the world and he's too goofy and stupid to actually yeah. to actually be that good at it. Right. Yeah. Maybe he could, you know, get by or whatever. But yeah. he's like the next wizard of whatever. Right. Right. Anyway, but. But just be that he's got this weird sensibility that's you know completely fake and caricature like he's yeah. from airplane or something yeah. where we're not trying to have real people yeah. we're trying to have this is right. a joke right and then he starts explaining this thing to Kevin Hart like what makes you think I was in prison and he's like right. well uh, one in three black people yeah, will right. be in prison right. and then uh, you take that and then you go <laughs> blah 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 and then you just they just leave it to you to imagine right. That he's going to say stuff like, well, I mean, look, you're working this stupid job that right. no one would ever do unless you were had right. a record and unless couldn't get a, a job somewhere right. else or right. whatever. But they don't say all that. Right. They just like kind of go, you know, you don't really need it. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of that stuff that's really good. They just don't do anything with the right. stuff that's good. I, I like the soft, not the softball, but the soft, almost almost satirical way that they did some things. And and like what you're saying, when you see Will Ferrell walk into his office, everybody is like trying to kiss his ass and applaud him because right, apparently right. he's this wunderkind kind of yeah. guy. He walks in, makes one phone call, apparently makes $28 million and walks out. Yeah, that's you know? his day. And that's the joke of, you know, what I think the joke about the waspish banker is. Like, I, I just go and I hiccup money. Like, right, I blink right. my eyes and dollar bills fall out. You know, it's right. just one of these things where... And and then and that's the joke, and of course they run with it to the extreme where he's and like, the, and they put it together, they put that together well, which you know this is I will say this because we're saying all these good things about right. the movie, you know the first twenty minutes of it were good, it's I, solid. I, I thought we were I liked, for a real fun I liked time. the first twenty minutes yeah. of it. The farther we get into really having to you know push on and on with this whole Kevin Hart training him thing. Yeah. That part of the movie just goes on way too long. Yeah. And none of it is really great. Right. Some of it is decent. Yeah. But none of it is really great. And all it does kind of is lead to things that are really dumb. Yeah. Which, you know, if you have to spend a long time looking at stuff that's not that great because you're going to get to something really good, fine. But in this one, you know, he's got to do push-ups of Kevin Hart so that at the end he, we can have like the Three Stooges suddenly right. appear, and then right. you're like, I, I sat through yeah. it for that, yeah. and, but the first like 20 minutes or so is really pretty good, yeah. and you know, you've got him like you said, he goes into work for like 15 minutes and makes a phone call, right, and gets made partner because he just made 28 million dollars, right. By uh, by doing nothing, by buying something. Right. I mean, I, I shorted and this then, and I did that. Right. And then he's, and then that leads him to this conversation with Kevin Hart, yeah, where right. he's like going, "Hey, you know, you gotta work, you gotta work hard, you gotta, work hard. Yeah. You, gotta you know, yeah. nose to the grindstone yeah. speech that he's giving Kevin Hart. I didn't never ask anybody for a handout and right, stuff. Right. And then you've got like uh, Craig T. Nelson, yeah, talking about you know getting all weepy yeah. about how he built his this company from nothing, you know, I had nothing but this computer and my own two hands right. and $8 million my right. dad gave me. Yeah, it gets all teary-eyed, <laughs> right. yeah. Um, and they, they spin that right at Kevin Hart, who's, yeah. you know, actually working his ass off. <laughs> yeah, they have right. this whole part at the beginning where they show all, they have this kind of like montage of, of oh, little yeah. bits of, you know, people who are actually working right. versus a bunch of people that who was actually think they're working. Yeah, these, right. these real, like, you want to, I mean, it's the 1%, it's the Wall Streeters that you assume just, like, do whatever they want anytime they want. And then you've got real working people waiting for the bus and, you know, right. going to lunch together. And it's not as lustrous as it looks. Right. But. And then you've got Alison Brie. And, you know, I'll tell you, she was the most wasted thing yeah. of all. I wish she would have been in it more. Mostly because her character yeah. could have been interesting. Well, yeah, because they could have, they could have both played off her in different ways. Right, 
and all you get out of it is that you get to the end and yeah. she's there again so that Will Ferrell can go, no, I have right. realized the error of yeah. my ways. And, you yeah. know, that kind of nonsense. But she could have been in more and they could have really, like, played off of right. her. You know, she is just like, you know, real housewives, like, yeah. to a whole nother level, yeah. right? And they could have done something with that. Yeah. And they you just kind of wasted You'd have to change the story maybe a lot more than they wanted to. And I actually maybe, I yeah. actually genuinely thought when I saw her and I recognized her, I went, wow, they're both going to have, like, she's going to have to get used to being poor while he's getting right. Reese to go to jail. And that will conflict with each other. I mean, it just didn't happen that way. But, yeah, I mean... I I actually like the social stuff that happened later when oh, yeah. he's, when he's back to doing his uh, when he tries to get in hard with the Crenshaw Kings, and they're that, like they're that, like you're not gonna make it in here and he's like well I mean let me show you what I can do and he starts he's like well you got to take a you know you got to take a couple bricks of cocaine and then we're gonna take it into this investment fund and I'm gonna turn that around in right. like a million and a half and they're just sitting around they're like man you gangster you know right, right. and it's funny that that you watch these worlds collide and you realize you know what the social joke that they're trying to share is and again it didn't make me laugh out loud the most it made me do was smile no, but right, I, right. I appreciated it cuz i see the funny humor in it it's almost like you know it's it's not going to be that funny film that makes you laugh right. it's going to be that funny film that maybe you just enjoy right you know and and and, and i felt kind of the same way and about it, the stuff it would have been um, it would have been better if it would have like let itself be that you I know agree. And, and instead of trying just, too hard to move like the stuff in the house which makes no reason no, no sense that kevin hart would change his house into a prison yard right. it does in the back but right. in the front like that's just to push the joke one one step right. and i still liked it but the long, like, 15-minute scene where they're on the tennis court, and he's like, okay, this is how it is in the yard, and he's playing three different characters, right. and it exists to have one funny thing happen, which is, for me, you know, Kevin Hart is like, he's playing a black guy, then he's playing a Latino, then he's playing a homosexual, and then he's doing all these things, and none of them are particularly funny, but watching Will Smith's head spin, and Will go, Farrell. oh, I, 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 knew, oh, I knew you were coming back, you know, that line is the funniest thing, right. but it's, it's 10 minutes too long, and they just they don't know how to right. cut it it it's all for Will Ferrell to react to it right and it's just too much yeah. it's it's too long and you could have got there sooner anyway it, it, that's, less clumsy that's, less yeah i agree that's the real uh i think that scene in itself is kind of the microcosm of the whole movie yeah, you I know can see it's that. like everything that happens in this scene is not as funny as you think it is right. goes on too long yeah. and it didn't need to do that to get where it was going anyway. Right. And that's kind of like the whole movie right. Uh, right. <laughs> sums up the whole movie. Yeah. And, but, but you know, when he, when he has that scene and they're really getting whacktastically into redoing the house and the whole thing, oh, yeah. it just, you know, even well, even when there is a part that you might laugh at, yeah. By the time you get there, like you know, we were saying everything goes on too long. This whole redoing of the house and like now it's now we have to see what day it is again, right? And so the house can be that much different. And now we're moving on to this, and like every joke is, it just makes you think. You know, give us some of that other stuff that was actually good. It right, goes on right. so long. That it just loses you to your own thoughts about what yeah, you wish what you, you were wish watching, you watching yeah. now. I, the only thing, well, I liked, I liked a fair amount of. I was amused at a fair amount of the house scenes, especially when he, just, when Kevin Hart just shows up, and you see this actually. The the problem is it got ruined for me mostly from the trailer, when they do the prison riot scene and the light right, goes out right. and everything's weird. Now suddenly there's a baboon in the house and all these, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, just all this weird stuff. That stuff was funny, um, but it reminds me of you know the other thing that they like they like knowing um, you know did you feel like you got the film that the trailer gave you and I, right I, yeah but I mean I only feel like the trailer yeah, could give me of, so much right. you know yeah. I don't think that the trailer misled it or kept the funniest stuff out it it ruined a couple of the funniest things but whenever I see a whenever I see a comedy that has a lot of funny stuff in the trailer I get real nervous because I'm like well there's nothing left to laugh at or the film is so damn funny. They don't even care that they just showed me 30 seconds of what might be the best right. because there's still another hour and a half of it left. So. Right. And, you know, they give you that part like when he's stabbed and he's oh, yeah, doing right, the yeah. months. They got that yeah. in the trailer. And that is kind of one of the best laughs. It is. That's actually a, yeah. a laugh. A real laugh. Right? Yeah. And and it does kind of suck that that's, al that's already in the 
trailer because it's not exactly the same in the movie. No, it isn't. And it's better. It, it is better. It, it's better in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. you've already seen it. Now, You're already so it's already it. kind yeah. of yeah yeah I don't know. But you know, there's a, a lot of stuff too that you know doesn't really connect exactly to anything. Yeah. And yet it gives you little parts. That aren't funny, right? But are better. That are it, still all by it's themselves. So, it's just That's frustrating. It's such a weird yeah. conglomeration. It's almost like eight people wrote this movie. Yeah, and they just I, uh, like wrote every other page or something, yeah, and, it, right. and it all came together. Like you know, they got the part where they go to like the gay froyo place yeah. or something. Yeah, and Kevin Hart at one point kind of gives up. Right. And goes, look, I have another solution, right? <laughs> You're not going to make it, so do this. And that part was kind of dumb and really overly drawn out. Yeah. And I was just going, you know, okay, this is supposed to be funny. Fine. Right. Can we do something else? Right. And then that gets you to when he's on the phone with that guy right, in later. the car. And that part was cool. That was funny. It yeah. wasn't It wasn't hilarious. No, it was I just a good touch. I wasn't yeah. laughing all over the place. But it was hilarious that he's sitting outside and – that's the only good thing to come out of, you the know, whole the white, white supremacist. supremacist. Yeah. Because he's sitting in the car waiting for him <laughs> to be in the white supremacist, and he's, you know, on FaceTime right. with the one guy. And that part was, was good. Great. Yeah. And you're like, ah. You yeah. know, so there was, you know, because for me, this movie, could, I mean, we're talking about all these good things and yeah. and then rating it low and all that. But this movie could have easily been like a one for me. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it, it, it could have really you know it could have really easily been like a adam sandler movie right. or or you know well one, i feel one like of it, the recent really bad ones right or you know like we were talking about kevin hart and trying to find his you know right place yeah coming from uh being you know just he's a very specific kind of stand-up comic too yeah you know he's not he's not just right in there with hosts of them and right. you just go well he's just another you know whatever right yeah, right and i feel like he's Moving dangerously close to, uh, you know, not the initial Eddie Murphy yeah, right, of, the, oh, right. of the hilarious I, yeah. comedy movies and like, you know, <laughs> skipping right past to the, Norbert you know, last stuff. 10 years yeah. of Eddie Murphy right. where it's just one horrible thing after another. And and it's a bummer because he's, yeah. he's really funny. He's really talented. Talent will find talent will usually find a way. He I don't know what it will be. He I hope he keeps doing movies. I like I I see his stand up every time I see him in a film. Which is which is to say I, I wait for him to become right, the guy right. that he becomes when he's doing his stand up act. It, you know, you can suggest somebody I know I know a few people who don't think Will Farrell is funny at all ever in everything right. he's ever done and I think that's kinda hard, but there are some people that others like that I'm just like, that's not funny at all. Right. You know, so I get it. But if you if if you're really, if you can get into Kevin Hart's stuff, man, I think he just, I think he'll split your sides. I think he's right. really, really funny. He's got great delivery, great timing, great ideas, great curiosity. And even if you don't know a thing about him, you know, introduce yourself to something easy. He does with Ice Cube, one of these, this is a weird trans, you know, a, a weird digression, but he went out with Conan O'Brien for like a little skit on his show where they right. just pick up like Uber drivers. Yeah. And they're just driving around getting like groceries and stuff, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Like they're just they're just naturally some funny people who just don't get the the vehicle to do their stuff in. But yeah, I, uh, and, and you know he's good too because uh, in, in his stand up, like because he can he can go into like a whole social area or you know doing some comedy that's yeah. like commentary without suddenly being like Chris Rock about it, right? And going, and this is why you're all assholes or right, something. Like right. his, he yeah. can actually just do something really yeah. funny, and then you go, "Well, no, I see your point." You're but right. he's, but he's <laughs> just worried about being funny, right? And not about, yeah, I've decided to take a stand here, or right. you know, whatever. Right. And and it's hilarious, and and it, it you know, it's going to really be a bummer if uh, he can't. Somewhere in the next two or three years, yeah, navigate. get get his like Beverly Hills Cop yeah. or or yeah. some movie that really just yeah. lets him showcase himself or whatever. And it's funny because, like you said, in the last year or so, he's done some you know comedy things. He's done some of the um, he's done some straight like a little bit of comedy to him, but kind of like straight roles. 
And and really what he is, is it looks like everybody sees in him that spark, man. They're just waiting for it to catch. Right, right. Because they know how good he is at stand-up, you know, so. And I and I think it's, this one is a really weird movie in the, the combination that you have there where Kevin Hart keeps making movies and, yeah. you know, keeps making people money by making those movies. Yeah. So, you know, no one's going to stop him. It's right. not like any of those movies were huge losses or whatever. Right. But not quite gotten to the point where he just like kicks off and and is huge, right? And yeah. you got Will Ferrell, who's had plenty of movies that yeah. are huge, and everyone knows he's hilarious. Yeah. And you know, Will Ferrell in this movie, it's a weird thing too because he's actually a really good actor too. He's he been, he's been he's in capable. totally straight things, absolutely, and been great in them. And I almost feel like he kind of get got lost in this movie. Yeah. Where you know, like you were saying, it's just kind of a series of sketches yeah. and you happen to be playing the same guy right but he's not really you yeah. can't really act right this guy too much yeah. because it's it's just not that kind of role right and he felt kind of like he almost got lost in in not having a character to play sort right. of so then it's just one sketch to the next yeah. and it's right. and it's fine if you know if you've got Saturday Night Live and you're just running you're in every sketch right. and you're just one running from one to the next that's fine if they're all hilarious yeah but if they're not yeah you've got to navigate then, then you've got nothing there. right yeah. and but it's a weird combination of the two of them yeah working together and and they're really good together they just they just didn't have enough yeah material to, in this to one. I, I would like to see them in another movie together me too but something where they've right. you know got some meat to Right. Chew on. I agree. Know? I agree. Or, like I said, either have a really great script or, like I said before, you know, have like no script. Like this just, right. just have, just have it be in, in like a seriously improv kind <laughs> yeah. of a thing where, yeah. you know, like a Christopher Guest one where right. they where they just get to go. And Christopher Guest's films are for me. I don't know how they are for you. The, again, it's not I'm putting it. I'm not putting it online with this. I'm just saying I don't ever really laugh riotously out loud at a Christopher Guest film, but I'm wildly no, amused by it. No, but they're hilarious. They are. Still. I'm wildly <laughs> amused by it. Right. Uh, you know, we do what we can, and it's not even, like, not even a slight. I actually came in thinking you were going to have clips, because this is the kind of film where you're like, I got a clip of Will right. Ferrell and Kevin Hart talking about what it's like to work with. And it sucks, because I'm going to go look for them now, but right. I just figured when I looked at the board, no. I'm like, oh, man, we must have some clip to play, but I guess... I mean, I don't know that there's a whole lot. I, I mean, we can talk about what's next week, but I don't know that there's a whole lot I, I got to say about what I felt like. I still I felt like it was a fun, a fun movie. I don't know that I would tell anybody to go to the film, you know, at right, a night be, show. Because, where, because you like, don't need to. Right, exactly. I don't it, think that there, you benefit There's no, no one you're going to sell on this, right? right? right. Either you right. already know where you are yeah. and you're going to go see it and you're going to have a pretty good time. You'll enjoy or, it. Right. Or I will be the idiot who recommended it to you <laughs> right. and made you go see it when you weren't going right. to, and you're going to hate it. This you're, is, or you're yeah. not going to like it much. And this is a tricky time of year where we talk about, you know, you have weird things that are released ahead of the big films that are coming for summer, but it's not quite, you know, on the tails of Oscar season where you have real important sweeping dramas. This is just kind of a, it's kind of a potpourri kind of grab bag of what is or what is not going to hit you. And just before we do things like, you know, Fast and the Furious, The Avengers, oh, you know, all God. of these things. Yeah. You know, Next week we it. have to do Furious 7. We're going to do Fast oh. and the Furious. So. It's called Furious 7. I, I hold so up seven fingers. Get it right. And I'm like, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> right. So wait, oh, just as a quick question, because I, I remember part of it, but I don't remember the full answer. You've seen how many of the six? Yeah, so here's the thing. Like, how, how well-versed in this uh, are you? Well... None. You don't have to be very. Uh, I, I'm yeah. none versed in this, and I could watch them all today. Right. And at the end, I will still be none versed in this. <laughs> it just doesn't stick, does and, it? And that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. The thing about this series of movies is that there's a certain extent to which I can't remember. I know I've seen the fifth one. Yep. The sixth one, I feel like I've seen some of. But we I'm pretty sure I didn't see all of it. Yeah. But uh, maybe I did. I don't know. Um, and then I've seen like the, I've seen either the second or the third one. Right. And I know I've seen. You've seen the first one. I know. No, I no, haven't. No, you haven't. No, I haven't. Oh man, that's the best. I one, know. Man. I know. I've seen a lot of the fourth one. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's the second or the third one. Yeah. One of those I've seen and one and of them I haven't. Remember, yeah. But seriously, like they all run together in my head. I I <laughs> I, I mean, am not a the car guy. The second one is from so long ago. Yeah. I mean, they, we're talking like a fairly long this time. Is, this for has been these in the movies, movies. Yeah, right? it has been. And even though I haven't seen the first one, but the thing for me is I've seen – if you put it all together, I've seen like three. Right. If you just put all the time yeah, right. Right, of the movies, <laughs> and, and and none of them will will separate in my mind into different right. movies. Right. It's just no, all one thing. I They're know. just all the same. If you, you were know, a different whatever. guy, if you were a different guy who didn't care completely, you know, how you wasted your time. And, and, if you right. didn't have, and if you didn't have the obligations that then as, I would just watch them all husband and to go into this. do, I would suggest to you that what we do this week is <laughs> there's seven films. Obviously, the seventh is Friday night or Saturday. Right. And so each every, night of the every week, day, we watch a new one. Right. And, and we get ready. You get geared up. Right. You know? I, I'm not a car guy. I'm not, I, I've never I, been I a gotta, car guy. I got to tell you. I'm I'm a little bit of a car guy, but not very much. But yeah. a little bit, I'm a car. I like nice cars, you're, you're, right? Yeah, but yeah. I'm not like a car right. nut not, or anything, yeah. right? But I I really appreciate <laughs> a nice car. Yeah. My, my dad's a huge car guy, so oh, I, cool. I've kind of got some car guy stuff. Yeah. But I'll tell you, if I did that, yeah, I'm not sure I could go to this one by oh, the time the week was over. I'd be, be like, I'm done. Well, here, then, we're the, then we're going into this a little differently. I'm not a car guy by any means. I, I enjoy one that has air conditioning in the summer and heat in the winter. And as long as it's going to get me from A to B, I'm okay with whatever right. that is. And your foot doesn't go all the I way would, to the street. Right. Right. I would rather it not be you know, a, a really outlandish car. Like, I don't want the Dumb and Dumber dogmobile, or I don't want to drive a Mary Kay car, not because I'm afraid of being seen in it. I'm just, like, afraid I'll scratch it and someone will, you know, any number of mishaps will come. But watching the original Fast and the Furious, and and I felt like it was engineered for car, you know, street racing, like, at that time. Right. I ate it up. I thought it was great. I thought it was, like, such a popcorn film, and it was so much fun. I've seen all... I've seen all but the fourth one. I never saw Tokyo Drift all the way through. That's all the only right. one I've got to see. I remember when Tokyo Drift came out, though. I remember. And, uh, I remember seeing parts just, of it, but not all of it. I, I remember when Tokyo Drift came out, and it was pretty recently after I saw the second or whatever third one, one. <laughs> or, or whatever, <laughs> whatever it was. one you have seen. And everyone was talking about yeah, it right. and all that. And then Tokyo Drift came out, and I was like, "See, now they're just not trying anymore. Right now they're like, well, uh, I feel... now that now they're just making it. They're just going. Uh, yeah. I got this racing game right. on PlayStation, and there's this one level where it's like this. Yeah. That could be a movie. That's our film. There's there's right. like a guy yeah. in a suit somewhere going <laughs> whatever. Yeah, here you Here's go. Check. That's write a, it. Yeah, right. Well, I I've been I've been pleasantly amused at how much enjoyment I've gotten out of a series based on an idea that I I don't give a rat's you know, rear right. end about. I just don't care about this stuff. But I like Vin Diesel in action films. I really liked Paul Walker in these films. And I liked him in the other stuff that he did, more or less. Right. I just, I thought that as as like a group of actors together, they had a good fun chemistry. And, and I was I was entertained. Uh, I'm right. looking forward to seeing know. how this one goes. Yeah, well, whatever. You know, see, the problem for me, too. You're such a buzzkill. You, you know, know you what, love it. You know, the... the the real problem with these movies for me is that they are trying to get me to go see it Yeah. for like all of the worst reasons. I know. Everything about this movie that really is crap, right. where the people even making the movie go, ah, this is so stupid. Yeah, right, but people are stupid and they go to movies. So yeah. this is what we'll do. Like the car drives through the one building, flies through it. the air and hits the other yeah. building. I'm like, that's what you're selling me with right. to go see this movie? I know. Ah. I'm yeah. going into it the same way I went into like John Wick. Like I know the violence is going to be ridiculous, and I, I, I want to see that. But that was good. Well, this might be. <laughs> this might be. It so, might be. Good yeah. luck with that. We'll, so anyway, we'll that's the next that. one. And the trailer for me, it doesn't matter because I'm going to see it anyway. It just looks. It just looks like it's supposed to look, but also like it obviously wants to remind you that Paul Walker died during this, and there's right. going to be a big, you know, soliloquy music video thing in it, and. and and I get it, but I also I'm curious, so right, whatever. All right, well, so uh, I'm gonna rev my you, engine as I pull out yeah. of here. You wait, I'm gonna get hardcore. Yeah, that'll be hardcore. that'll be great. Yeah, we should uh, record that. We'll play it next yeah. week. <laughs> as our intro to Furious anyway, Seven. So that's what we're going for. 
Uh, yeah, so you've wasted another hour listening to us babble about a movie, but right. we'll okay. So Furious Seven, and I'm not even sure what's next, but uh, we'll we'll get out of here. And Furious Seven is probably all you need to know anyway. Right. Uh, that will be huge, and everyone will want to listen to what we have to say about it next week. Yeah. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and please be sure to share with your friends, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes. And we will see you next week. See ya. This wasn't. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.